Hey, this is Daniel. Thanks for listening to DIY Money. If you haven't already, be sure to give us a five-star review on iTunes so your friends know that they can learn from the show. Now, enjoy the show. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to another edition of DIY Money. Why? Money? You all right? I had drink of water. I'm okay. Wow, I've never done that before. You don't have coffee today. No, I've had a lot. I I ran really early this morning. So I was up really early, and I got to have a couple cups before I before I head out. And then I met somebody for coffee thereafter. So I'm all caffeinated up. I'm good. I'm good with the coffee. Nice. How about you? Just getting to mine. Colombian single origin. Colombian single origin. Me and Vincent would have been satisfied with some freeze dried tasters choice, right? <laughs> How? Uh, what's? Isn't our relationship with Colombia kind of strained? Or I mean, how does that work? Do you? We don't mind about the coffee. Is it, maybe I'm mind. making all this up? We're not. They make great coffee. As yeah. long as they can get imported, I'm all for it. You're all for it. I don't That's know good. about their geopolitics, but yeah, their coffee's great. Coffee's great. It's probably. I mean, it's got to be the, one of their biggest exports, right? Legal exports. Sure. <laughs> I'd imagine. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Our world geography. Let's move on, shall we? <laughs> uh, what else is going on? Real briefly. UK football. Let's talk about that for real quick. Well, first of all, how are you doing, doing on your NFL whatever? Uh, Fantasy league. Couple weeks in. Let's see. Yeah, we're two weeks in as of the recording of this. One, one, lost one. Who's your quarterback? Uh, I have Carr. Mm. Uh, I had Lance too, but he lasted all of a game and a quarter. Mm-hmm. So poor kid. Um, so dropped him. Uh, I'll look for another backup at some point. I don't know. So I grew up in upstate New York. Mm-hmm. Uh, I grew up going to a lot of Bills games. Went to quite a few growing up. I had a very good friend who had season tickets, and so every once in a while I tagged along with them. And unfortunately, when I left, I just I didn't keep, you know, I was so devastated. I went through the Jim Kelly years and uh, Scott Norwood missing a field. I mean, it was just awful. It was just terrible. So I, I did not admittedly keep up my— No idea what know, we're talking about. That's okay. <laughs> keep up my uh, fandom with the Bills. But I have a lot of friends that are still there, and it has been a lot of fun— to just watch them, uh, you know, sort of create the the buzz, and they're at the games, and they're Are doing they the tailgate. The Bills will win the Super Bowl this year. You oh. heard it here first. The Bills will win the Super Bowl. What do you think, Logan? He's a Packers fan, but I'm here to tell you the Bills will win the Super. I mean, just write it down. Write it down. If I could mobile bet, I'd put some money on it. I'm sure. I don't know what the odds are, but yeah, the Bills will win. Bills Mafia. Are they? Well, what did that still pay, though? It probably still, still pays some decent money. I Anyways, have nobody on the bills on my so, team. Well, that's a shame. But uh, the, who's got Could Josh Allen? Could have used Allen? the insight like three weeks ago. Well, it, well, they were, I don't know. It had to be the stats were there. But anyways, uh, they play the Dolphins this coming week. That'll be a really good game. But they have basically beat the previous Super Bowl champs and the uh, previous, what, eight AFC champs last two weeks, and they've absolutely annihilated them. Annihilated them. So, anyways, let's move on. Um, but UK football is rocking. We're coming into our third game. Who do we play next? Uh, Northern Illinois. Are they any good? Yeah, not great. But we got uh, um, Old Miss at Old Miss. So in we're not two like weeks. playing our own conference. Not yet. We played okay. one game in our conference, which was Florida, and went to Florida and beat them. That was huge. Huge. 
So what are you laughing at over there, Logan? He thinks I'm going to bring up the South Carolina game is what he thinks. South Carolina, October 8th. You know where I'll be? You'd think I'd say at the game. I mean, true fans would be at the game. But we're going to be at Logan's wedding. I, I, there's a possibility, though. It'll be a TV, right? There's a possibility that it'll be a noon game and kickoff for the wedding is at 5. That tells me it's possible. Cool. Yeah. All right, let's move on. We got a question uh, today uh, from Pi. I love that name, Pi. I think she's probably heard the 3.14 joke a lot. Think? Probably. Pi, what do you got? D-I-Y! Hi, DIY Money. This is Pi calling from Washington. I've been listening to your show for about a couple months now, and I absolutely love the content. Uh, My question today has to go back to the basics. So we've been tracking our expenses for the last six months, and um, I've always thought of cash flow as a net of zero in your checking account, but I realized that some parts of the month, like the earlier parts of our month, um, there's just more that goes into bills compared to the end of the month. And then any money left over, we would move into savings. So I look at it as a net of zero, but I'm, because of that disproportion um, in bills, sometimes it feels like there's too little in the checking account. Um, would you guys recommend a buffer in the checking or maybe I'm thinking about cash flow incorrectly. Um, help, please. Thank you. Okay, Pi. Uh, I'll tell you why I put this question in. It probably for most would be like, well, this is kind of, uh, you know, something a little bit more off topic about the fundamentals of, of uh, you know, the DIY money process. But I will say that recently we went through a little bit of a change in our business model where our payroll evolved or changed from uh, being paid on the 1st and the 15th to being paid every two weeks. We were paid on the 1st and 15th for probably, what, 10 years or more? Yeah. Long time. And then all of a sudden we're paid on uh, every other Friday, which who knows when that could be. So it's every other Friday. (laughs) In the month. Who knows when it could be in the month. So I personally have had to alter and kind of massage my budget quite a bit because, like you were referring to, Pi, there were I, – I had it down to a pretty good science and penny of knowing, okay, on the first I will have all of these you know, expenses, these fixed expenses – and then, uh, which ours were front loaded quite a bit to utilities, cell phone, you know, it seems like every television subscription, things along those lines. And then the back half didn't have a lot. So we had, getting to your point, we had gotten to a, a situation where we always had an accrued amount just naturally uh, in the checking account when we started the first of the month. So it didn't change the the concept of zeroing it out every month however it wasn't zeroed out every month it was zeroed out maybe before the 15th it was it was zeroed out at at you know kind of bef- right after those front loaded expenses were well no it was zeroed out before the 15th so those zeroed out expenses came in uh transpired 
paid on the 15th, and then that money went through the second half of the month and part of the uh, first half of the month with the first pay period, etc. So, anyways, um, it worked out magically. It was wonderful, etc. Now, I've had to massage it quite a bit because, again, it's every other Friday, and it's just changed. Now, what I have done to to sort of change that is just as you're suggesting i've kept a buffer i've kept a a little bit of a buffer in the checking account just to sort of bridge that gap if for example the the second friday or the whatever a friday happens and then two fridays later it's you know, really later in the month or, or whatever, conversely. I mean, it just, it just works out a little bit that way. Now, I'd love to say I know exactly what that buffer is, and I just don't. So right now it's about 2000 uh that I've sort of kept in there, and, and I'm noticing that I only dip below it a few hundred dollars, and then I go right back up, and then I accrue the savings and tax, you know, et cetera. So more than likely, what I'm going to do is I'm going to drop that to a thousand because I don't want just I don't want a few thousand bucks every month just carrying over in our checking account. I'm a big believer in watch the pennies and the dollars will take care of themselves. So if I can get that working for me, I, I want to do that. Checking account is not paying anything at all. So even though it's a not a lot in uh, you know interest, it's still something. So uh, the reality is I'll I'll experiment with it. I'll go down to a thousand. And I'll try to dial it in to say, oh, it's 500 or it's 400, et cetera. This doesn't change any of the emergency fund or any of those things so that when I have an abnormal expense that's not in the budget, I sweep that over and I pay it. So it doesn't change all that, but it is trying to drill in what I need to have as, as kind of a rollover buffer. And I've personally never had to do that um, because of the, the consistent twice a month pay, which is now just different. So how have you handled that, Daniel? Or what do you do to bridge that? Yeah. So previously when we had the first 15th, it was very um, systematic like yours because bills tend to line up with the same date each month. Typical bills like your utilities, your mortgage, pretty much everything that's due is due on a date. It's not, you never get a bill and they're like, it's always going to be on the third Thursday of the month or something like that. Um, so they always give you a pretty good recurring date. Uh, so previously, what we did uh, pr- prior to the change when it was 1st and 15th is uh, $1,000 was our zero amount in the checking account. I don't know why $1,000 just somewhere along the line. I think that was uh, a house ago or something like that. That was a little bit more than our mortgage payment. So it was like at least we'd have our mortgage payment in there if all else failed. But uh, we made the uh, $1,000 kind of our mental zero level. And so between the 1st and 15th, we would budget in a way that we would spend all the way down to that $1,000. And then we'd get another paycheck on the 15th. And that would cover from the 15th to the end of the month. And it sounds like it was very similar to your routine. And so we set up some of our uh, bills to be paid in the front month or the back end of the month, depending on how that works. Uh, with some of your vendors, you can kind of choose uh, when payments are due, whether that be um, uh, credit cards, if you're utilizing those and, and paying them off on a monthly basis. But even some things like uh, cell phones and, and various things like that, a lot of times they'll, if it's not like a utility company um, who has their own kind of definite billing cycle, a lot of other things you can 
somewhat sort of kind of choose. Um, so work with your vendors and, and see if, if there's a way to smooth that out for yourself uh, would be one suggestion. So we did it systematically like that. Obviously, with just this change, it kind of threw a wrench into that as well. So I don't know. We've not figured it out as efficiently to keep only $1,000 in our checking account now. What I just did is bit the bullet. And when we made the change, I put a, about a month's worth of expenses or budget in our checking account. And then what I do is when we are paid on the every other Friday, uh, I effectively accrue the next month's expenses in the checking account, send everything else where it needs to be sent for uh, savings and investing and all that. And so on the very first day of the month, the checking account has what we're going to spend for that entire month. And then as uh, the checks come in that month, it basically accrues and builds up the next month's expenses. We send stuff out to investing and savings, et cetera, et cetera. So we, we're basically designed it to be one month ahead in our checking account. Oh, God, you're impressive. Is the short summary of that. That's good. So basically you 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 have a month buffer. So do you deduct that from your emergency fund or do you still keep 3 to 6 months in your emergency fund then? Uh yeah, we keep yeah, roughly 3 to 6 months rounded uh in our emergency fund. You could probably cut off a month if you wanted to with that system cuz you effectively have now 1 month in expenses, but in my mind that that those are already spent uh cuz they're for expenses even though the month hasn't come yet. So I just assume that they're not even there. Uh, so the checking account is kind of like everything in the checking account is spent. And I only look at everything else. So therefore, yes, we do keep about three to six months roughly in emergency funds elsewhere. So there you go. It's a little convoluted now because we're still looking for a house. So we actually have next to our emergency fund, we have our house savings account. And then we have some of our house stuff in um, short-term treasury bills and things like that. But the portion that's in our savings sort of skews our cash position because... It's sitting and waiting for a house. I just love that Pi is looking at this so granular that she has recognized the challenge of sort of non-systematic monthly fixed payments, right? So Mm -hmm. I would dare say a lot of people, we've never had this question. I've never, we've never written about this. But I dare say a lot of people face this because on the first of the month, most people may have a car payment, rent, you know, or mortgage payment or whatever it might be that come out, you know, that comes out. And so, again, the the idea of sort of accruing enough to bridge that gap is very important because what you don't want to do, and I know a lot of people are in this, ca- in this camp, is – the first two weeks of the month are super tight. And Mm -hmm. you're like, well, this is ridiculous. And then you get to the next week or the next two weeks and you, you know, you breathe a sigh of relief and now you're going out to eat and all, you know, all those things because you have not smoothed that curve out. So you don't want to do that. I mean, you want to get to the point where you are able to sort of have your checking account, pay the expenses and you, you know, live if you go to grocery shop or you eat eat out or whatever, as long as it's within your monthly budget, that you're, you know, it's not impacting your overall expenses. You're not not going out to eat. You might not be going out to eat because the market goes down every day and you don't want to 
spend money, that's perfectly mm-hmm. fine. That's the wealth effect. But you don't want to not go out to eat because you said, oh, well, we don't have any money left in our checking account after we paid our mortgage and our rent, whatever. Yeah. So great. I, I'm Again, I'm very happy to hear that she's really granular about it and trying to smooth that out. Yeah. And for uh, those that may be new to the DIY money journey, accruing is basically just planning ahead for expenses. So the way that looked in our life when we were on that 1st and 15th and our mortgage payment came out at the beginning of the month is I would actually set aside during the 15th to the end of the month of the prior month, actually half the mortgage payment would, in theory, uh, air quotes, come out of that paycheck. It would stay in the checking account, but I would make a line item on our budget for that two weeks or whatever that is, that half of the month. Uh, our mortgage payment, I think, was 900 back then, and it would be like 450 uh is not you know in our spending cash anymore. It was still in the checking account, but it was deducted from our budget. And then when the calendar rolled over to the first of the month, four fifty would come out of that paycheck. But the four fifty plus four fifty equal nine hundred. It was there waiting for the mortgage payment, and we we're a step ahead because we had accrued it. We weren't uh, we weren't paying that and then replenishing it on the back end of the month. That's if perfect. that makes sense. So if you can kind of get ahead of your expenses. Building them up in the in the accounts before they hit, uh, which is accruing, you'll be in a lot better place in the long run. Absolutely. Dang it. That's genius. All right. Thank you so much, Pi, for that question. We'll send you a $25 Amazon gift card. All she did was send us an audio question through her phone to podcast at DIYmoney.org. That's podcast at DIYmoney.org. Relatively new listener, so we appreciate that. Pi, go on and give us a review if you wouldn't mind. Hit it up on uh, iTunes or Spotify. Hit us up with a quick review so others can find the show. We really appreciate that. Remember, friends, the secret to wealth is pretty simple. Live on less than you make. Invest the rest and do so for a very long time. Make it a great one. Thanks for listening to this episode of the show. If you want your question aired on the show, be sure to send that to us and you'll get a $25 Amazon gift card. This show is for entertainment and educational purposes only and is not intended as personal financial advice. Before making any financial decision, please do your homework and consult a financial advisor as needed.